And so let's move on to the next question. And it happens to be about something you just touched on, Joyce, which is our ability as moms to remain fluid as our kids develop and grow into themselves. Um, because sometimes, you know, figure, them figuring out who they are um, can come turn into like attitude um, or back talk or being extremely op opinionated or silence mm. or distance or what have you. And, and I'll be the first to say that um, I, I do a better job of that now. But again, being a mom and this being new, you know, the kid that I thought I had at five is not the same kid that I had at 10. And so I have to be, be in a constant um, cycle of understanding this kid and, and knowing who they are as a person and their likes and dislikes and, and being willing to flow with that as they, they're, they're little human beings, right? They're their own person, their own personality. And we can't, um, and we shouldn't put them in a box and, and try to make them be what we want them to be. But that's not always easy um, to do that. And so th has anyone else had any particular challenges when it comes to just being fluid with your kids um, coming into their own um, or, or some advice as you maneuver through that? I am in the middle of that right now. I have um, two preteens and a toddler mm -hmm. and my oldest turns 13, uh, my middle turns 11, and then I have a soon to be three-year-old and mm -hmm. I had that transition between like childhood and doe-eyed innocence to this preteen phase happened at the same time that I had an infant, right? Mm -hmm. And so I'm treating everybody like a baby <laughs> but my two older ones needed me to let go a little bit and mm -hmm. let them try different things and let them um, experience and say, no, mommy, I don't really like dance. Oh, I'm not interested in basketball yeah. anymore. Um, the, their personalities are changing. Um, mm -hmm. My oldest used to be a little more shy and reserved, and now he's mm -hmm. coming out of his shell and he's quirky and witty. And that's mm -hmm. something so unique that I love to see, but I'm also like, okay, what do I do with this little man now, you know? Mm -hmm. And then I'm trying to find the balance between not sheltering my daughter, um, who's my middle child, but also kind of letting her a, a little leash or a little room to um, express herself with clothing. And she wants to try different makeup around the house. Um, she wants to, you know, change her hair up. Around the house. I caught that part. Around the house. <laughs> In the house. Yeah. <laughs> with it. Um, you know, she's trying to learn how to do her hair. And, and I've been on this natural hair kick, especially for mm -hmm. my children. Um, it's hard because I'm a military, uh, previously active duty military mom. So doing everybody's hair and then my own hair wasn't, you know, the easiest thing to do. So like, there's just so many different things that I'm dealing with and I don't have an answer. I don't have any advice because I'm learning too. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that that really goes back to what Miss Mary said about not overreacting. Right. And so what, what kids will do during different stages in their life, some of them for extended stages is really like boundary check. 
they will do things on purpose to go, are you still there? Do you still love me? Are you sure? Are you still there? Do you still love me? And you will find that kids kids will, will very often do that with their rock, who is very often their mother. So really being able to stand in that space and go, yes, that was a poor choice, right? There are mm-hmm. consequences when you make poor choices. What, what yeah. can you do differently next time, right? Now, mind you, we, us going through this conversation is essential. There are still consequences. It doesn't mean because we had the conversation. Now you're not grounded because you are right. You're grounded. And we had a conversation about it and we have a path forward. Right. Okay. I'm going to take it in a little different direction because talking about those boundaries, you might need once in a while to just show them that you might be a little bit crazy and that they don't want to try you. Hey. Everybody has sense when you act crazy. They all get sense. You know, sometimes yeah. a little while. At one time, you know, and then they realize, yeah. oh, I'm not going to mess with mom. So <laughs> yeah. that's it for that. I, th- I, think it's, I think it's required from time to time. From time to time. This is the one um, thing I probably will not take y'all advice on. I'm going to go ahead and leave my beast locked up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No words your question. Go ahead. So I wanted you, I wanted to make sure you were finished with the comment. I didn't want to interrupt, but I no, definitely wanted to get uh, Mary's input mm-hmm. on this as she was raising her kids. Yeah, I don't think I did a good job. So let me just put that out there. I just, <laughs> I just had such a narrow uh, view of so many things. Um, yeah, I feel her on that. <laughs> but I, but there's two things that I think, um, you know, where were, were we were successful. One was my husband had a saying that we use to this day and we decided we need to get it on a T-shirt now so that the, the, the next generation, the grandchildren can learn it. But it was remember who you represent. And every time the kids would go out and, and even to this day, that's something that we say to them. And it was sort of like we as a family, we have an identity. We, you know, we're Christians, you know, we believe in being kind. We believe that lying and cheating are wrong, like whatever the principles are. Mm-hmm. And, and, and embedding that at a young age then helps provide grounding for the children when they are ready to sort of explore. And in the back of their mind, there's just always that, you know, I'm a part of a team. I'm not just out here by myself. The things that I do are going to have a reflection on my, my parents, my siblings, my grandparents. And so that's just a little safeguard. It's not a guarantee. And it doesn't mean that my kids didn't do plenty of things that, you know, they regret. So that's one thing. I think the other thing is that we just have to, especially when children are going through adolescence or when they're becoming empty nesters, I'm sorry, when they're leaving the nest, Mm-hmm. affirming the positive things that they're doing because it's easy for us to just nitpick and criticize and wish they were doing something different but they're also doing many things well and they need to hear that from their mother like if you're yes. older, yes. love you. like you know it's like what hope is there like everybody wants their mom to love them and value them and so just mm-hmm. taking time to point those things out is important mm-hmm. you know um i faced a lot of particular challenges with my oldest, uh, who is a girl. And one of the one of the walls that we hit when she became an adult is she just didn't have 
what seemed to be any boundaries with any adults, right? So anything she thought she said, um, you know, she challenged everything. Uh, it didn't really matter how it came out. Um, and she'd be off in college and she'd call me, you know, talking about how she may um, be getting ready to, to lose, um, not an internship, but like um, a part-time job or something, because, you know, she's having a disagreement with one of the adults that she works with. And, you know, unfortunately, I have to, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, you probably said something that you shouldn't have. But we have been in very heated debates about the fact that she doesn't recognize these boundaries and, and, and whether or not she's choosing not to or whether or not she just doesn't know what they are. And so I struggled internally with that for a long while because it's, I was like, I know that I put more in you than what I'm seeing right now. I know I did a better job at this. You, you weren't raised to just, you know, be going off at the mouth with whomever. So, you know, why this is happening now, I don't know, but we do take, I personalize all of uh, their choices and, and think about where we may have gone wrong. Um, so I just have to keep going back to uh, put the right thing in her. Um, I have to trust that that's going to show up one day um, but in, in between the here and the there um, can be pretty difficult. Max, she sounds like me. <laughs> and, and she and she's going to school to be a lawyer. So mm -hmm. if that, you know, further explains my case. <laughs> yeah. She's very yeah. like me. But what you're what you'll find. And I pray that this is true for your situation as well. I was very much like that when I stepped out on my own. Um, no one, I don't care your age, you couldn't tell me nothing. I got mm -hmm. here by myself. You, mm -hmm. I didn't have any help, all of this stuff, right? And as I got older and I hit my head and I kept going and I hit my head and I kept mm -hmm. going, I was like, oh, maybe I should listen to someone. Maybe I should, right. you know, take that advice. And I find myself even now calling my, my village, calling my aunties, even calling my dad sometimes and saying, hey, remember when you told me when I was 17 or when I was 22 that I should try this and it would work out better for me as opposed to doing it the difficult way? Well, 10, 15 years later, I, I took your advice better late than never. And you were right. Um, mm -hmm. I find myself saying that a lot yeah. to the people. And who see, Patty, that's what I'm trying to save her from. Right. And I've even resort, our conversations have even resorted to, listen, if I can't teach you, life will. But mm -hmm. I don't want life to, because sometimes life can be unforgiving, you know? Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just one of those things that we as parents deal with. And, you know, I don't have the answers, but I'm trusting God and, you know, well, the, keeping her covered in the blood, but that, that she'll be okay. Life can be an unforgiving teacher, but some of the best lessons yep. that have made me the woman that I am and that have made me the mom that I am and the giver and the loving person and the person who gives people grace. One of the things that if you ever listen to my podcast, the thing that I say um, that keeps me going and that I think people find um, so attractive about me is that I give people grace because I know where I've come from and the things that 
I, I didn't deserve grace with that I received grace on. Um, and so, yes, we want to save our children. And, and I'm speaking as a child, right, from um, having those instances. But I do think that some of the things that I could not be protected from or saved from because of my choices as a child or as a young adult um, propelled me into being a better person. So, and to spin off of what you and Max said, um, another tidbit, and I know I'm speaking of my spiritual mother a lot, but I'm telling you, even just so recently in my adult parenting, it has been, um, speaking of grace, it has been, you know, it has given me and given me a whole new outlook on things that, or a reminder of some things that I think I knew, but I needed to be reminded in this particular season where I'm having this parenting I guess where we're kind of having, you know, a little bit of moral combat here, you know, about some things that we're not kind of seeing eye to eye on. But the, what I will say that she shared with me is that sometimes we really truly have to trust God's process, you know, and it's, it's not always a part of the process to shield them from uh, everything. And I know that's kind of a hard pill to swallow because within the midst of that, there's a lesson that they need to grow. And it's kind of like, um, I guess the best way is the kind of the butterfly analogy. Everybody's heard it. Oh, poor butterfly is trying to squeeze its way out of this cocoon. Why don't we just cut it open and help them out? But then we've just pretty much killed that butterfly. We've ruined it, you know? So it's kind of like that, where they kind of have to squeeze their way through some of these challenges in order to be the beautiful individual that God already has for them to become. And it's just hard though, you know, and that's where, you know, we really got to, you know, stay prayed up and just kind of remind ourselves like, okay, we're going to do our best where we are. It's all about trusting the process. This is going to be okay. Because like you said before, Max, you said you have instilled everything in her and you did, you did. But some of her doing and responding the way she responds, no, it's not easy. And it wasn't easy to put up with, but it may have been some of that piece that she needed to go to law school or to be that person because it's a part of who she is in order to, to, to design what God wants her to be, you know, part of the design that God wants her to be. So, you know, however, what you taught her, kind of like what Patricia said, it's going to catch up. That foundation's there. She heard it. You know what I mean? Because how many times we can say, okay, my mom said that a million times. Okay, mom, I heard you a million times. Okay, right. you're still doing it wrong. I don't understand, you know, but then you see them do it right and be like, they heard me, you know, it's starting to now manifest itself. I can actually see that they heard what I said and it's going to be the same, you know, you're going to see it. And, and Patricia's, you know, testified to that. She is right here before we all are right. Cause there's so many things my mom told me, don't do it this way. Don't do it this way. And I tell my kids, I'm like, my mom told me that this was going to come back or I shouldn't have done it this way. I should have listened, you know, but mm -hmm. it so made all, me who I am. all lessons are not learned by teaching. I think mm -hmm. there are some lessons you only learn from experience and from from consequences. Absolutely. Not all consequences are bad. You just learn from it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Good Lord Almighty. <laughs> I think um, go ahead, Sharika. I think that the other really important thing to understand is that if if our kids are not making mistakes now, they they will make more of them later. Like everybody has their time when they need to, to grow, 
right? And you don't you don't grow by staying stagnant. And mm-hmm. they they have to make mistakes so that they can grow and learn. And frankly, I would rather that they make them at 10 when I'm there to support them through it than them yeah. making them at and frankly, there are some 40-year-olds, right? out here making those same mistakes that other people mm-hmm. made at 15 and 16 because they were in such a controlled environment and the mm-hmm. consequences are so much more severe, right? right? So us really making that space to go, like, I got you. Again, there still is a consequence, but I got mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. I think in giving them that so, space to, to make decisions, you have to give your children a little space, you know, test it out a little bit and let them decide you know, how they want to do X, Y, Z and see how it feels, see what the consequences are, see what the result is, then give them a little more later on, you know, but you have to give them space to grow and to make decisions for themselves rather than trying to be the one making decisions for them. And then when they get on their own, they don't know which way to look because mom has always done this for me or dad has always Mm -hmm. done this for me. So just giving them a little space. And I can tell you one of the things that I have picked up that I have made my own mistake in allowing like my son to grow into now that he's actually coming to that age where he's growing to a young man was the fact that my daughter was first. She was so different. You know what I mean? There were things that I'm like, well, I don't recall having to, you know, or I didn't go through this with her and I don't feel like, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I don't recall having to do this. She just kind of did it, you know, cause she matured. And I know, I guess there's some truth to girls maturing early, but there were things that I guess I kind of was, um, kind of, kind of, you know, I didn't really pay closer, closer attention to detail because those things I didn't have to address with her, but now there are things I'm like, oh, wait, what do I I have to address this? Oh, okay. Or I have to parent different. You know what I mean? So that's the other challenge where you realize that, okay, you may not have had to address things this way, or this one kid decided that they just never gave, you know, gave a thought to that, or they automatically did the right thing where this kid is like, okay, well, I need to support them a little bit more because they're not Mm -hmm. quite thinking the process out in a more mature way like their sibling did. So then it's just that um, reminder that they're different. And again, that rule book that we create for them individually comes into play. um, And it's just a reminder that, you know, sometimes the things that we may have allowed her not about her being a girl or a boy, because that's one thing I said, I was going to break the generational curse on. um, But it went off of maturity and understanding and, and, and dialogue and communication where some of that is different, you know, in raising him and seeing him grow up. Yeah. Tweak it a bit. Sharika, did you have something? I don't know if I'm looking at a, a late, a late notice. Okay. So, you know, I want to put this out there moment of honesty, because I don't, I feel like we as moms and we as black women don't afford ourselves luxury, nor does our family or society afforded to us of ever just wanting to check out of this role, even just for a little bit is I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> I need a break. Oh, um, I don't feel like, I don't feel like doing this today. This is too much. Now, am I the only bad mom here? Max, be honest about I that. posted on social media today for mother's day. Take these kids. <laughs> I don't <laughs> Look, don't bring, don't bring me to bed. Don't send me a Mother's Day thread text where you've texted everybody in the family Happy Mother's Day. Cash yeah. app so I can get some time <laughs> to take these babies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, you're yeah. not a bad mom. I'm actually thinking, hmm, 
what days don't I feel like? Because I have no problems and say, good night. I'm done with this yeah. day. If you all need me, knock on my door. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you know, so, so, <laughs> so, no, you're Come on, a bad mom? No, you're a mom that realized that you at some point need to breathe. Because if we don't yeah. breathe, how are we going to continue to breathe into them if we are out of breath? You know what I mean? We just, mm-hmm. we run so low on fuel and we don't take enough time as mothers um, to just kind of, you know, refill. You know, we go so empty and we got we, we have to be careful with that. And that's we don't take good. time. Go ahead. If we don't take time from them, then we're going to erupt on them. Right. It's going to come to a bubble sooner or later. And so we've got to do that self-care. Yes. Yeah. I had this conversation with my daughter yesterday, um, went to take her to get her hair done. I had made a commitment to myself. That's just a, about an hour commitment and it's new. So I said, OK, I'm going to keep my appointment for myself. And she says, well, I want to do this and I'd rather for you just to take me home. And I said, of course you do. Um, and she said it shocked her that I kind of talked mm-hmm. back to her. Um, <laughs> so um, she's like, what do you mean? I said, well, I always do the things that you all want to do. I made this commitment for myself and I would like to do something for myself. And she says, mm-hmm. OK. <laughs> and that was mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's all it takes. You know, it, we. we take we let it go unspoken and assume that maybe they just ought to know that mom wants to do something or they should be a little bit more considerate but sometimes our kids are mature enough to handle those those adult conversations you know let me have something for me and we want to be a role model right we want to be a role model to our daughters and to our Mm -hmm. sons on what balance is like for Mm -hmm. a hard-working woman right so when he gets married and he's raising daughters like he can have realistic expectations too Mm-hmm. And men, I know this is a Mother's Day show, but men need that too. Like everybody yeah. needs a break and everybody should have time and space to care for themselves. And I know that this is going to air on Mother's Day. And so I am v- really very, very excited about the opportunity to just speak out loud about the fact that um, we don't need any chocolate. We we already buy Thank ourselves you. chocolate when we are stressed. Thank you. We need to show up <laughs> and help. Like we want to go to the spa. Mm-hmm. We want to go mm-hmm. like um, Patricia said to the winery. <laughs> we we want to get away and have time mm-hmm. to be actually taken care of. If you look up how large a 10 centimeter opening is, y'all need to show up <laughs> for this Mother's Day. I know that's right. I told my husband this morning, do not buy anything before you check with me. And that's the first year that I have ever done that. But I have just owned that agency. Call it what you will. But I'm just like, I'm going to be very honest with you. Don't get a thing. Don't buy nothing. I'll tell you what I want. And then yes. we can we can go from there. I want <laughs> money and time. Money yeah, and time. There you go. There you go. There you yeah, go. I will buy myself um, a gift. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we are winding down. Um, I appreciate your, you guys' time today, sharing um, your time with us, having this great conversation. Um and, and just being, you know, willing. When we talk about a village and we talk about what it takes to raise people or encourage people or build a community. These are the type of conversations that do that. 
And so I want to thank you uh, so much for, for sharing your, your insight with us.